Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Five Hour Time Pieces, where time is more than forever. I am your host, Kristen Neal. On today's episode, I'm going to be breaking down exactly how I began and started in this industry, as well as how I formed Five Hour Time Pieces, the business itself. Um, but before we begin, I want to give a quick shout out to Calvin. Um, out in uh, Beverly Hills, California. So if you're in California or Beverly Hills area specifically, and you're looking for a, for a uh, nice timepiece, please stop in at the IWC Flagship Boutique on Rodeo Drive at 329 Rodeo Drive in Beverly Hills, 90210. Please stop in and actually speak to Calvin. If you would like the telephone number for the boutique, the area code is 310-734-0520. Now let's jump into it. So... Um, yeah, my name is Chris Daniel, and I own and operate five every time pieces based out of Chicago. Um, so I've been doing this now for a little over two years now. Um, uh, I got started, you know, just from basically my own love and admiration of watches. Um, someone I saw on, on uh, Instagram was looking for a piece and I was like, uh, you stay in Miami. Why don't you stop at this, this, um, this store at the time? And he was like, do you do this, um, as a business? And at the time it, it was literally just me having a love for watches and and like keeping on top with the market. So long story short, he ended up purchasing a watch from the, from a store down there in Miami. And he basically just kept inquiring about certain pieces and asking me if I had, you know, decided to do this as a career. And at the time I hadn't, I was still working a regular job. I had just moved back to Illinois from Wisconsin. Um, yeah, so I decided, you know, to just run with it on a leap of faith, uh, you know, and then after my my first four months, though, once I actually like like actually began and got my company up and running for my first four months, I didn't make a single dollar for like the first four months. The first four months, I literally threw money down a rabbit hole. It was frustrating, but as well, it was a learning experience for me as I was new in the in the field as like career wise. Because having a love and admiration for watches, you know, and complexities inside of them is one thing. But to establish yourself um, with the, as a business for it is something entirely different. So my first four months, they uh, they went by. Um, I was headed into my sixth month um, of operations. Um, on that weekend, I think I made just in those three days, um, I think I made close to five grand um over over two days now um at first i was like oh wow that's just insane you know just in a few days i made five thousand dollars so people don't make that in a month and that's when i realized that i have to continue to push myself um because at that point i had literally had thought about giving up and like just going back to what's you know the society norms you know getting a regular job you know, and then trying to figure it out from there. Um, long story short, I, I didn't fold and I chose to keep going with my passion for watches and entrepreneurship um, and get my business to the level that it is today. Now, today I am a signee 
um, vendor for the Richmond Group as an entirety, as well as all the subsidiary brands. Um, not to mention uh, a handful of private stores stretched across seven states. Uh, my on hand piece count today is just under 1,500 accessible on hand and ready to be shipped items. Now that's a long way from that's a long way from just you know um, helping somebody through through Instagram find a piece that I would I couldn't even I couldn't sell them directly I couldn't you know I couldn't even get my hands on. But all that to be all that said for this you know um, my first year was a life learning experience for me and you know the business world because previously. I had thought about becoming my own boss, but you know, due to society norms, you have to have an income. So as I focused on, you know, building my, my brand and my business, I continued to work, um, I want to say for, uh, what was it, March, for four, four additional months after starting my business, I worked um, a regular job. Um, Four months into four months into um, starting five every time pieces. So during the first four months um, of me being in operations, I like I said, I didn't make any money. You know, I was literally like just pouring money down this hole. You know, with my with my flights to go meet people, um, hotels, Ubers, food, any recreational activities while traveling. Um, so that led me to, you know, get back to get back to the basics, you know, and revamp everything that I've thought I learned that I didn't because in this industry, every day is a learning experience and every day is a learning curve. You have to stay on top of the market. You have to stay on top of the dives. You have to stay on top of the rises. The, you know, the, you know, some of these pieces that I've come across this past year and a half, um, it is mind blowing. Um, like right now, I have two commitments for um, the uh, IWC Portuguese guys or Constant Force Trubion. Now, are there only 15 pieces? Um, There's only 15 watches like this on the in the entire world, and I was lucky enough to get not one, only one, but two commitments for this piece. Now, that's that that right there made me realize um, that I have to continue you know, to push myself and thrive because nothing's easy and nothing's overnight. No success comes to those who quit, you know, but success is not something that is handed to you. Now, when I first started out here in Chicago, I would go downtown back and forth to all the major boutiques, networking in, locking myself in with some of these salesmen and some of the general managers here. And then that led me to my first trip to California. Now, my first trip to California was <laughs> my first trip to California was uh, it was not what I thought it was going to be just because there was a lack of communication. And like I told Mr. Mr. Valdez, as everybody knows, I'm as Peter Marco. Um, when we got when we were discussing what brought me out there, it was uh, on a pretense of something that hadn't been clarified. But it was the best experience that I've had, you know, to this day, um, I would say. 
Um, upon meeting Mr. Marco, as you guys know, Mr. Mark Peter Marco is like the leading diamond specialist and jeweler, not only in Beverly Hills, but one of the main and most notable jewelers in the state of California, if not one of the top three in the country. So after, upon speaking with him for about 30 minutes, um, after clearing up, there was a uh, lack of communication and clarity. That conversation alone, that conversation alone led me to not only seek clarification, but to never do anything without second, second, um, you know, going over it for a second time, making sure that all of my ducks were lined up in a row. Because the one thing in this industry that I've learned and I'm continue to learn, like as we speak today, is you have to have a direct line as to what you're doing. You can't go into some of these places. You can't talk to some of these people without this is what it is. This is how it's going to go. Do we have an understanding? You know, you can't you can't just you can't just pop up at someone's um, boutique without something being explicitly explicitly, um, you know, and, de- and go and thoroughly detailed about as to what's getting ready to take place and transpire. Yeah. So um, upon meeting Mr. V, um, I continued to push myself for the remainder of the, the remainder of the year. You know, and I eventually ended up taking some time off later in the year. But um, um, up until November of last year, I hadn't taken off any time other than, you know, to check on my other business as well as spend time with my family. Um, yeah, um, after my first trip to California, things went on a steady incline and they are continually to this day on a steady incline. Um, I've been I've been networked into with uh, with well over uh, I got the stack here uh, well over 30 shops across seven states as well as a business presence in France, London, Dubai um, and Switzerland. So five countries, one collective country I'm go across seven states in over 30 um, locations. Now this is, something that I would like to for everybody who's thinking about becoming an entrepreneur or in the middle of or in the process of starting their entrepreneurship right now never let the things that society um, dictates you know the stipulations of you know your success and the time constraints that we as people put on each other uh, never don't let that you know dictate and determine your level of effort that you put into what you want to become you know never you know never stop chasing your dreams because in that short amount of time i went from not making any money now it's not about money um but i would say this though money is definitely something that we need on a daily basis which is why um until i st- until i started to see a uh, a steady return i continued to work a regular job after those first four months excuse me it takes a sip of water, but yeah, um, like the like money is definitely something that is needed. But when you're pursuing your dreams and your careers, you know it's it's it comes um, at the perfect time. It comes at the perfect time. I can say that from my experiences from both businesses. You know, um, so with uh, with five ever time pieces, you know, once I returned back to Illinois. 
you know, I set myself down and I put a plan together. You know, I put a plan together about how I was going to build my foundation of vendors, how I was going to build my foundation of my business itself, and how I was going to continue and start to build a proper network through all the right channels. Now, I want to say at fast forward being home about two months um, from meeting, you know, GMs at dealer, at uh, some of these authorized dealers here in, in Chicago, as well as meeting, you know, um, salespeople at some of these um, boutiques here in Chicago. My network continued to grow vastly over the over like the next five months, you know, but it was only after returning and like putting a plan, like a thorough plan together for about a month and a half, two months that it allowed me the um, the time to actually go in and figure out all the mistakes that I could possibly come across in my head. You know, it took the time out to go out, go around each each thing that I wanted to do once I wrote it out. You know, upon um, building up a proper network and solidifying myself here in Chicago, I again decided to go back out to California. Now, this time going out to California, Ended up locking in um, with uh, Piaget and Brigade, two of the um, two of the most prominent you know boutiques in Beverly Beverly Hills. You know, also um, there's two of the two of the one of the, well, two of the uh, top ten, if not the top five, you know how um, brand manufacturers. You know, so once I became able to actually understand how to network and how to build clientele and how to lock myself in with these boutiques you know that's when I was that's when I really um, started to see a return on the work that I was putting in you know so it went from Chicago to California and then once I returned back from California again I was like all right I have to I have to get to New York I just have to get to New York New York the Diamond District alone you have some of the most reputable dealers and some of the most reputable boutiques in the world just in, the, just in that those couple of blocks radius, you know. So um, I was able to network with a few jewelers there. Boom, I come back home, do the same thing. I have to get to, I have to get to Florida. I have to get to Florida, you know. So now remember the, when I first started, remember I had a, I reached out to someone, a shop owner in, in Miami, and I helped him move um, a sky dweller. So uh, that one was that one was more easily um, to be more easily more easily to be established just because on a simple premise that um, when I had first began, you know, uh, I helped him move um, a sky dweller, and I hadn't had any experience in this industry. I hadn't had any relevant like contacts. I haven't had 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 a portfolio. Hadn't had a business presence, social media presence. Haven't had any reputable like sales, any noticeable sales or anything like that. So, how I was able to network this guy in and like, get have him? You know, we sat down and we talked about you know everything as far as like commissioning the pieces allotted. That changed everything. It went from just Illinois to California to New York to now Florida okay so I come home again you know I'm like all right all right I have to get to the the new entertainment capital of the country I have to get I have to solidify our presence in Atlanta Georgia you know so I networked myself and with uh three additional um three additional prominent stores in Atlanta and the Buckhead area 
it doesn't take the genius to figure out that one um but you know it went it went so fast you know so as i continue to grow over the next six months um after establishing myself um i get a call to come back out to um beverly hills but had to resign because two other people had stepped down so i had to go back out there and this this is definitely the this is this is definitely um like i say after after um after after uh, i was in florida i went to georgia but you know when i was in florida this is when i realized that everything was getting ready to change you know so once i came back and then i networked in it was something about the area you know that uh i was in that it made me realize that i have to get back out there i have to continue i have to keep you know expanding my reach so uh when i got the call to come back out to uh to beverly hills i was ecstatic because i, I was like all right of course i'll come out and resign you know um but this moment that i'm getting ready to tell you about when i went back to beverly hills this moment alone changed my life this moment alone changed my life and allowed me to expand my business overseas which which led to the presence in the three other countries so um before i say anything i just want to once again give a shout out to calvin um a sales associate um um and at the IWC Shelfen House and Boutique in Beverly Hills, you know. So I go back to Beverly Hills <laughs> and like I say, I've just gotten I just gotten, you know, um networked in and established with, you know, the boutiques in the previous states mentioned. So I go resign my contracts um as I'm walking past the uh the IWC boutique. Um, Calvin, um, this sales associate there, I'm, I'm literally, literally on my way back to the airport. Um, he said, I walk past and I'm like, oh, oh that's, uh, that's funny. Um, your chandelier so, is huge. Ours is, is tiny. And what I meant by that, before I continue, but what I meant by that was um, at the flagship store here in Chicago, the uh, chandelier, it's a boutique exclusive design by WC. Um, so when, when he was like, whoa, 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 come here. What do you mean by that? Um, I was like, yeah, the, uh, the, I know the, uh, the GM here, I know the GM back in Chicago. I'm only here to re-sign my, um, some contracts, but I got to go. But that chandelier is like double the size of ours. And as soon as I tried to turn off again, he said, what do you mean? Um, this is the boutique exclusive design chandelier. And I'm like, yeah, the, the store I'm talking about is the uh, IWC Panerai, Elanga, and Sony flagship store in Chicago. And he was like, oh, would you have you have any time to sit down? You know, long story short, we, uh, we began to speak and I went into telling him what I'm telling you guys now. How I've only been in the industry at the time for about a year and my network just exploded. So he asks, um, would I be interested in coming up to the the suite upstairs? I'm like, sure, we can go up there. So I had like maybe like two and a half, three hours until my flight departed um, Los Angeles to come back to um, Illinois. 
So we sat down and talked for about 45 minutes. At the end of the conversation, he tells me he'll be right back. He leaves for about five, 10 minutes. And then he comes back and he asked me to uh, come down, uh, escort him downstairs. You know, but he handed me, um, he asked me if I would like a shot. So <laughs> a shot of uh, scotch. So I took the shot of scotch and we were just, you know, hanging out and talking and having a good time. And then as I'm preparing to leave, because I'm thinking that's what he wants me, you know, to escort me downstairs. So I told him I had to hop on a plane. He said, uh, before you go, um, I would love for you to be a vendor for us. So. I without question in my head, I was just like, oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. No question about it. But in return to be professional, I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds great. That sounds like a great opportunity. I definitely appreciate the consideration and the gratitude for you having, you know, the trust in me because I actually, I really, really needed that at the time. You know, I needed um, another output, but to know that someone who hadn't even heard of me but simply like did its quick due diligence and research because you can google everything that i've done if you would like to you can google five every time pieces you can see everything yourself but um what calvin did was when he extended that olive branch for both of us to have a little bit more success you know you know prosperity in the careers that we're in that alone changed everything for me at that point because once I was able to, once I was um, able to be a vendor for the Richmond Group, that allowed me, you know, access and you know commissions for every every house brand under the umbrella of the Richmond Group, all of its subsidiaries and everything. So I'm riding this wave as to you know the 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 momentum that my business has, has picked up the um, exposure, the uh, notoriety, the acknowledgement, the acknowledgement that has come from overseas, all of that. Uh, It went to to a place that I didn't think I even had. It was like a a void almost. It wasn't that I'm doing anything for, you know, a pat on the back. I'm doing what I'm doing because I love the uh, complexity and engineering that goes into these timepieces. So, um, on the plane, I was just so excited. Now, I'm, I'm usually asleep on the plane. You know, these three, four-hour flights, I'm usually asleep on these planes. You know, as much as I fly, I don't like flying, but I love to, you know, to make sure that I'm able to sleep, you know, as much as possible on these planes when I do fly. So, after that, anybody, that, that, that's like winning the lottery or something, you know, so... I'm like, oh, wow, I can't believe that just happened. I just went out here to, to re-sign and I unexpectedly became a vendor for this international brand. Now, like I said, I couldn't sleep. I was so excited. You know, I didn't tell anybody if I, maybe until what I signed on the 8th. I think I didn't even mention it to anyone until like two weeks later. You know, because I really, I really wanted it to sink in and solidify into itself, you know, so, um, but once I began, you know, to re like to get everything reestablished, you know, here comes life. Now, life is one of the best things we have here. Um, 
I ended up having to call um, the Richmond Group headquarters overseas, well, in New York, and then they, you know, someone from New York, from New York passed me and then passed the information over to Switzerland. They gave me a call. They asked me, you know, when I kind of when what are my plans for being a vendor, you know. But I had to tell them the reason I wanted someone to call me wasn't to, you know, wasn't for anything to change as far as me being a vendor for the for the group, but. I needed to take off some time to go um, to help out a family member, my grandfather. He was sick and he was passing. So I did that. I took the time off, you know, and but but um, they were very understanding. And even though I wasn't working, I was still working. I just wasn't traveling. You know, I just I just stayed. My grandfather lives in Lithonia, Georgia. I just stayed out there for about a month and a half before I came back to Illinois. Um, yeah, so once I, once I came back to Illinois, it was, okay, where am I going to, how am I going to pick back up? You know, I didn't lose any momentum due to the acknowledgement and, you know, everything that I've received and all accolades from overseas and being a new, a newly, um, a newly signed vendor. So the momentum was still there. Um, all of the acknowledgements were still there. So it was, it was, it was, everything was relatively, you know, good. Then boom, I get, uh, I get back to it and then here we are today. Um, now my network is, like I said previously, my network now is seven states in, in um, the United States. Yes, I have seven states and over 30 vendors here in the U.S., um, but the on-hand pieces, um, just under 1,459 on-hand pieces that are accessible and available for, you know, worldwide shipping as well as in-store pickups. You know, I do, I, and you know, and then once I became, you know, able to be like, okay, this is what's going to happen. Once I was able to dictate all the moves that I was going to make, I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to get into, um consultations i'm going to get into consultations for people who would like to build and start their watch collections without having you know the 30 20 to thirty thousand dollars that you would want to spend on a proper watch i started to do consultations you know for a simple for a simple day you know it was Depending on the person's budget, at when we spoke, that's when I decided. Or you know, this is what your fee. This is what your fees are going to be. Some of them were a hundred an hour. Some of them five hundred dollars for the day. Some were as much as a thousand dollars for the day. But you know, um, I just decided that I was going to do this as well. You know, the more people who can get an understanding and knowledgement into the market. This is what I need to do because not everybody has ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars, you know, to hunker down on, you know, what they feel is is their dream watch. You know, granted, I have had zero. We knock on wood saying this. I've had zero um, bad experiences, zero bad reactions, zero bad reviews, um, because I put my clients in the boutiques that I work out of. I put them and the things that they are trying to accomplish at the priority number one two and three and then it goes into how can we get all of that collectively without with everyone with everyone winning without anyone taking the loss in any way 
Um, so yeah, I went from uh, soliciting um, pictures um, to help people find their watches to you know actually getting um, a business presence established. You know, social media established, um, foundation network of vendors established, um, became an established vendor for an chat for an international. Um, house brand that has over a dozen subsidiaries almost so um i just wanted to tell you guys really quick just about how um just about how five over time pieces has started a little bit of information about me you know i'm 31 uh born and raised in chicago illinois moved all over you know so you know they say about us us saying chicago is that we are all about you know a hustle and, you know, it's hard to tell us um, that we can't do something, you know, never let the, you know, the, 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 the societal, you know, constraints of your, you know, the time constraints that society places on your success be something to hold you back, you know, because like I say, if I would have been one to quit, um, because like I say, I hadn't, I hadn't made a dime in my first four months um, doing this. So if I had allowed myself to quit on myself, then I wouldn't be where I am today. I wouldn't have the reach that I have today. I wouldn't be as semi-successful as I am today. And by that, when I say semi-successful is because of the dream and the aspirations that I continue to have as to how hard and how far I'm going to push myself. I don't want to be the only one at the table that can pay when I take out 50 members of my family. I want to have anyone at that table in a position to pay for the 50 of us. Think about that. Um, think about that when you're, when you're chasing your dreams. You're not chasing your dreams for you. Your successes, you know, and your dreams impact more people than you realize. Because it's a reason that you have the motivation. It is a reason that you have these pillars that keep that keep you up and supported. I don't know, but uh, yeah. Well, once again, I want to give a shout out to Calvin, um, one of the lead sales associates um, at IWC Shelford House in the boutique in um, um, Beverly Hills on Rodeo Drive. That address is 329 North Rodeo Drive in Beverly Hills, California, 90210. That telephone number for the location is 1310-734-0520. That is area code 1310-734-0520. And when you're speaking to Calvin, just, you know, tell him that Chris from Five Over Time Pieces uh, referred you. If you guys are going to go get you a piece, I would suggest if you're in the California area, always look for a reputable source and always do your due diligence into your own pieces and your research. But my name is Chris Daniel, and this is the fifth episode of Five Over Time Pieces, where time is more than forever. I would like to wish you all a great day, blessed day, more prosperity and successes in your lives thank you guys again for stopping in and listening um keep chasing your dreams and i'll catch you guys next time